Chris here, and we're going to be starting a new series today, and as we travel uh, around the world, around the country, we've come in contact with things, some things that I didn't come in contact as a young man growing up in the Bible Belt, and that is the religion of Seventh-day Adventism. I, I grew up in uh, Georgia, and you know, you would meet Seventh-day Adventists. We have one Seventh-day Adventist church in uh, my hometown. But you didn't really come in contact with them a lot. I didn't know a lot about what they believed. But as we have went outside the country, as we started going into the third world countries, we've uh, learned more and more of the stronghold that Seventh-day Adventism has on many, many thousands and millions of people around the world. And I've said it before. I'm going to say it some more. There's never been a place that I've been uh, as far back in the jungles or <clears throat> all around the world we've been where a cult has not gotten there first. And I consider the, the Seventh-day Adventism as a cult. And if you're listening today, uh, I, my desire is not to upset you or make you mad. My desire is to reveal the truths of the Word of God to you and uh, allow you to see the error of the teachings of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. So, uh the title of this series is going to be Can the Sabbath Save? And we're going to do a in-depth study on the Sabbath over these next few episodes. And I hope it's a blessing to you. And if you've never been born again, I hope that this message, God will use this message and these messages to bring you to Christ. So the first thing I want to do, let's go to Exodus chapter number 16. Exodus chapter number 16. And we will get started in the message today. And now I, this is uh, the, the children of Israel in the Exodus in, uh, you know, they're just coming out of Egypt. And we want to begin reading. This is the first mention of the word Sabbath in the Bible. The first mention of the word Sabbath in the Bible. And before we read the text, we have to remember that in studying the Bible, this is a rule of hermeneutics. In studying the Bible, we have to remember that the uh, all the Bible is written for us. But not all the Bible is written to us. And, and what I mean by that is I can go and I can glean from Genesis 12 where God makes the promise to Abraham about uh, I, will, I will bless them that bless thee, I will curse him that curseth thee. And, and we can do that. We can get admonition from it. We can learn from it. But that verse is not written to me. It's written for me, but it's not written to me. I cannot claim those blessings of Abraham because I'm not Abraham. I'm not a, a, a birthed Jew. And so a physical Jew, I cannot do those things. So all the Bible is written for us, but not all the Bible is written to us. And we have to remember those things when we're reading the Bible, when we're studying the Bible. So let's go right into the text. Uh, Exodus chapter 16, we'll begin reading in verse 16. The Bible says, This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded, gather of it every man according to his eating, and omer, this is talking about the manna, this is when they first got the manna, <clears throat> and omer uh, for every man according to the number of your person, uh, persons, take ye every man for them which are in his tents. And the children of Israel did so, and gathered some more, some less. And when they did, 
meet it with an omer. He that gathered much had nothing over, and he that gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according to his eating. And Moses said, Let no man leave of it till the morning. Notwithstanding, they hearkened not unto Moses, but some of them left of it until the morning, and it bred worms and stank, and Moses was wroth with them. And they gathered it every morning, every man according to his eating, and when the sun waxed hot, it melted. And it came to pass that on the sixth day they gathered twice as much bread, two omers for one man, and all the rulers of the congregation came and told Moses. And he said unto them, This is that which the Lord uh, hath said, Tomorrow is the rest of the holy Sabbath. This is the first mention of the word Sabbath in our Bible. And I'll say more about that first mention principle in a moment. Tomorrow is the rest of the holy Sabbath unto the Lord. Bake that which ye will bake today, and seed that ye will seed, and that which remaineth over lay up for you to be kept until the morning. And they laid it up till the morning as Moses bade, and it did not stink. What neither was there any worm therein. And Moses said, Eat that today, for today is a Sabbath unto the Lord. Today ye shall not find it in the field. Six days ye shall gather it. But on the but on the seventh day, which is the Sabbath, this is our second mention of Sabbath in the Bible, in it there shall be none. And it came to pass that there went out some of the people on the seventh day for to gather, and they found none. And the Lord said unto Moses, How long refuse ye to keep my commandments and my laws? See for that see, for that the Lord hath given you the Sabbath. Therefore he giveth you on the sixth day the bread of two days. Abide ye every man in his place. Let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day, and the house of Israel called the name thereof manna, and it was like a coriander seed white, and the taste of it was like wafers made with honey. So, uh, as I've already mentioned, if we're going to uh, read the Bible, we have to understand that all the Bible uh, is written for us, but not all the Bible is written to us. And so, in every, when studying the Bible, we need to find out who the Bible was writing to at that time, who the Bible, uh, what the Bible was, who this Bible was speaking to at that time and so in this series can the sabbath say the first thing we need to find out is who is the sabbath for who is the sabbath for in this first mention and, and there is a first mention principle when studying the bible the first mention principle is that whatever's going on around that first mention typically will carry out through the rest of the word of god and in this case it's no different with the sabbath so who is the sabbath for and i want to say that we can go right here to the bible aren't you glad that we don't have to go to uh, extra biblical writings we don't have to go to creeds or catechisms to find out what god thinks about a subject we can go straight to the word of god and and find out from the word of God what God has to say about the about this topic. So we see in verse 17 of our text it says in the children of Israel. So that's not talking about uh spiritual Israel like people want to talk about all the time. That's not talking to the church. This text is talking to the children of Israel. Verse 18 says and when they, who is they? It is Israel. In verse number uh, 20, notwithstanding, they hearkened not unto Moses. That does, that's not the first Baptist church of so-and-so or the Seventh-day Adventist church of so-and-so or the Methodist church of so-and-so. This is talking about Israel. 
And they, notwithstanding, they hearken not. And in the last word, it says, Moses, uh, last verse, part of the verse, and Moses was wroth with them. Verse 21, and they gathered it every morning. That's talking about Israel. Verse 22, and it came to pass that on the sixth day, they gathered twice as much bread. That is clearly talking about Israel. Verse 23, and he said unto them, who is them? Israel. This is that which the Lord has said. Tomorrow is the rest of the Holy Sabbath under the Lord. Bake that which ye. Who is ye? That's not talking about uh, my church. That's not talking about your church. That is talking about Israel. Clearly talking about Israel. It says, We'll bake today and see that ye. That's Israel. Verse 24. And they laid it up. That's Israel. Verse 25, and Moses said, Eat that today, for today is a Sabbath unto the Lord. Today ye, that's Israel. Context, context, context. I cannot say it enough. We don't need to try to take these verses out of context. This is who the Sabbath is for. This is the first mention. We're going to go to the covenant verses about the Sabbath here in a moment. Uh, verse number, uh, let's see, verse number 26, six days ye shall gather it. That's talking about Israel. Verse number 28, And the Lord said unto Moses, How long refuse ye? Those are the, the to keep my commandments and my laws. That is, those are, that's the Israel, the children of Israel. Verse 29, See for that the Lord hath given you. Who is you? That's Israel. The Sabbath, therefore he giveth you. That's Israel. On the sixth day, the bread of two days, abide ye. That's Israel. Every man in his place, let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. And verse number 31 seals it up again. And the house of Israel. So we find out from the first mentioned text, uh, can the Sabbath say, who is it for? We got to find out who it's for. The the Sabbath, uh, the, the that commandment, the Sabbath commandment. That, now everybody gets to enjoy a Saturday, but the Sabbath commandment is for the Jew. It is for the house of Israel. Now, Let's go over to chapter 31 of the book of Exodus, and I'll, I'll read this, uh, chapter 31, verse 12. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak thou also unto the, if you're reading, you'll see it, the children of Israel, saying, Verily my Sabbaths ye shall keep. Not, not the Gentiles, not the uh, Romanians, not the Bulgarians, not the Chinese, not the Americans, Ye, who is ye? Israel, shall keep. For it is a sign between me and you. Who is you? God clearly tells us in his Bible. That is the children of Israel. Throughout your generations, that is Israel, that ye may know that I am the Lord that hath that does sanctify you. That is Israel. Ye, that's Israel, shall keep the Sabbath, therefore, for it is holy unto you. That is Israel. Everyone that defileth it shall surely be put to death. For whosoever doeth any work therein, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Six days may work be done, but in the seventh day is the Sabbath the rest. Holy to the Lord, whosoever doeth any work in the Sabbath day, uh, he shall surely be put to death. Wherefore, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath. Not the Baptist, not the Seventh-day Adventist, not the uh, Burmese people, not the Indi India people, not, not the people from Russia. The children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their generation. Who is there? It's Israel. For a perpetual covenant. It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. 
For in the six for in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. You hear me and hear me well. Is it good to rest on the Sabbath? Yes, I love to rest with my family on the Sabbath, on on, on Saturday. Uh, if you're watching this and you think that Sunday is the Sabbath, that you're wrong, Saturday's the seventh day of the week. But hear me out. The, I am not bound by a covenant. I am not bound by a command to uh, keep the Sabbath as a Gentile because I am a Gentile. I am not part of the children of Israel. And today, if you're out there, you need to understand, if you're trying to keep the Sabbath uh, to save you, if you're trying to keep the Sabbath uh, because you don't want to be called Antichrist, if you're trying to keep the Sabbath, and I'll say more about this in a later date, but it's not even about work. It's about rest, or it's not about worship. It's about rest. And today, if you're trying to keep the Sabbath, Sabbath, uh, friend of mine, you you can't keep the Sabbath. I can't keep the Sabbath. It, it, the the and, and on top of all of that, it is not even for us. It's not meant for us. If you're watching this and you're not a a, a physical Jew, that that commandment was not for you. And I'll go a step further. If you're watching this and you are a physical Jew, you can't keep the Sabbath like you need to either. Nobody can. I go back over and over again to uh, to Nicodemus. And Jesus says, except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus was a Sabbath keeper. Nicodemus did keep the law. And Nicodemus needed to be born again. And friend of mine, if you want salvation, it will not come through keeping a day. It will not come by not eating certain meats and eating others. It will come through putting your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So today, the the Sabbath, who is it for? Who is this commandment for? Can the Sabbath save? No. But who is the Sabbath for? Who is the commandment for? Who is the covenant for? It was for Israel. So today, I hope you enjoyed that. This is our first episode of this. Please don't miss the other episodes. Uh, I want to I want to go through this. We've got five episodes. If this, if you're watching this one, there'll be more out. Uh, or listening to this one, there'll be more out. But I want you to hear what we got to say. Not not because of what I'm saying, but because of what the Word of God says. I want you to hear what the Word of God has to say about this topic of the Sabbath. Who is the Sabbath for? Clearly in Scripture, I could have went to. Thousands, literally thousands of other texts here, hundreds of other texts here, and showed you over and over again that it was for Israel. Today, who's the Sabbath for? It's for Israel. God bless you. Can't wait to see you next time. Don't you hear my Savior calling? I said, who will go and work today? Yes, fields are ripe and harvest waiting. Who will bear the sheep?